Welcome to the Life Cycle Lady Podcast, a place to be to talk about all that we wonder, whisper, and wish we knew about our bodies, hormones, and life cycle changes. In this space, I offer vulnerability, wisdom, connection, and helpful transformational mind-body-spirit tools. Please join me as I take the stigma out, stop the whisper, and speak out loud about life cycle phases from puberty to menopause. Welcome everyone. Welcome to episode seven. I think we're on eight, maybe. (laughs) Sorry. We're on an episode. I've been doing this for a while. In this um, episode, I'm actually going to talk to you about aligning with the energy of the seasons. You might, if you are a follower, which there are of you out there, um, if you're a follower of this podcast, You might have noticed that the last few podcasts are not really about uh, puberty or menopause or perimenopause or hormones or life cycle changes, right? Um, I've been on a tangent that I do not see as a tangent, but I want to address it. You might see it as a tangent about talking about life seasons, right? The actual seasons of like, you know, we're talking about the equinox today. We're talking about fall. Um, so you might think that this is a bit of a tangent and I kind of wanted to address, um, how this work interacts with the work of the seasons of like, like puberty, perimenopause, menopause, how it relates to hormones and our bodies, because it definitely does, um, like hugely, hugely does. And it's something that, especially when women are working, like if they have hormonal issues, no one's talking to them about aligning with the life, the seasons, right? Aligning with the moon, aligning with the seasons that even occur during their day. No one's really talking about that as a way to help hormones. We're talking about hormone replacement. We're talking about stress reduction. We're talking about these sorts of things. We're not talking about the seasons at all. So, um, or how to drop into cycles, cyclical living as a way of addressing and helping these things. <coughs> They definitely are incredibly helpful. It is one tool I find that when you drop into more of a cyclical living way of being, you're addressing all those things without even realizing it because you're addressing one of the things like food that's really helpful with hormones. If you're cyclically eating or intuitively eating, you're addressing the hormonal shifts that are going on and helping those hormonal shifts, right? Our bodies are tied to the seasons, whether we want to ignore the seasons or not. Um, Our bodies are just inherently by being born and tied to the seasons. And so many people live in a state of summer and never uh, want to address any of the seasons, right? They go, 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 do, do, do all the time, which is what causes, in many cases, what causes hormonal issues, what causes anxiety even, what causes sometimes depression, right? Um, There's also those 10% of people that are those things, those hormonal issues and anxiety and depression are truly just a inherent chemical imbalance. But there's a whole lot of us out there that are suffering from these things that are suffering in my belief because of the way we've created our world. And yes, we buy into that creation. So I'm offering in these last few um, podcasts, including this one, when I'm talking about the aligning to the energy of this season, the autumn season, 
I'm offering different ways of thinking about our hormones, our bodies, and these life cycle changes because they all align, right? I'm in perimenopause right now. Um, that is the season actually aligned with the autumn equinox. I am still a cycling woman. Um, PMS or right before you menstruate, that is the phase of life that is aligned with the autumn season. If you look at the moons, there's a cycle of the moon that is aligned with the autumn sequence. And, you know, I think at one point in my life, I would have thought this was woo-woo junk. Um, however, one of the things that I know about my own life and has been the biggest uh, shift in my own life has been really experience. So my experience of living in a way of life that sucked me dry, left me adrenally fatigued, left me literally feeling like I was drowning in my own life, hating my own life. Um, even though everything on the outside probably looked great inside, I was, I literally felt like I was drowning. It was the image I got all the time. And so my experience of being hormonally kind of broken and fatigued and drowning, and then incorporating these things in life that just really, I mean, I, I want to say that I learned it somewhere. I think, you know, someone turned me on to like living more in line, like looking at the moon but like really just getting into my body more, which was not something I learned really anywhere. It was something that I kind of discovered and uncovered. And definitely there was pieces of of what I do now that were inspired and or found through other people doing work like this. Um, but a lot of what I, I talk about was just intuitively uncovered. And, and I really feel like in essence, this is my life's work. This is my heart's work. This is what I practice in my life. And yes, it totally aligns with hormones. It totally helps women's hormones when they do the work. A lot of people want to take supplements, want to take something that will help alleviate quick and give you quick results. And what I found in my life is that doesn't really always work. Like, it's not quick. <laughs> It just isn't. This is my experience, at least. There's no 10 steps to. There's a constant living with and of. And so grounding into that. And for me, grounding into seasons of life, seasons of my day, seasons of my life cycle, um, seasons of my hormonal cycle, whether that's in a day or over the course of a month. All of these things are signposts to keep me aware and to keep me grounded in what's actually being asked of my body um, and that I get to go along with that by body, mind, and spirit, really. Whether or not I go willingly or not, that's another like scenario, right? And I'll talk about that a little bit today. So hopefully that helps ground us into why I'm kind of shifting. Um, at least for the, it's a cycle shift, so that's why I'm shifting. I will get back to uh, topics of specifically puberty, perimenopause, and menopause in the coming weeks episodes. I have a bunch planned. Um, however, this is, I do feel like this is huge work that when you step into this will help you with all of those other things. So disclaimer. So why does grounding into the season, like why does that help us um, rather than like, and when I talk about grounding into the seasons, we're talking about fall right now. And I'm sure I will do one for winter and spring and um, summer, one of these podcasts. But if I'm talking about grounding into the season, I'm not talking about for fall 
things like the pumpkin patch or pumpkin spiced whatever you want to eat or you know like those kind of fun amazing things that happen um I'm talking about those and I'm talking about going deeper so that's kind of me I'm messy and deep um something I fought against most of my life people used to say as a young child I <clears throat> why was I so serious and I used to think that was a bad thing um but as an adult I find that that's my gift is I can go deep. I can also be super playful and si silly. I am a, my family calls me a coyote, which means that I kind of like a trickster. I'm a trickster. I love being tricksterish with people and playful. And I love being messy and deep with people. And I do feel like that is one of my gifts. So um, when we are grounded into the season, we are then therefore in alignment with the rhythms that affect us so much. We become aware and we sink into like the flow of the energy rather than resisting or ignoring it. And so I'm going to give you my own story um, and hopefully that will help kind of ground you more in what I'm talking about here. So everybody has their favorite season. It's one of the things that I ask in kind of doing some group work connecting I always say, like, what's your favorite season? What do you love to do? People love that question. People love answering that question. Um, for me, my one of my least favorite seasons for a while now has been fall, actually, which is probably the number one favorite season that I hear from people is fall. Um, so I hated fall for a long time. And I hated the way I felt during fall. Like I felt kind of angry. I felt, um, I felt like PMS, right? I also hate PMS. I the feelings, like the emotions that come up with PMS, like the unshaky feeling, kind of the ungroundedness, the anger often for me that came up during PMS. Um, I hate PMS. I hate fall. This was my story for a, a while. And then I mean, I, I would literally feel like fall coming and I would just start to feel that like pulling down, drawing down feeling like I also get with PMS and I just resisted it like crazy. And so as I do cyclical living in my own life, I really wanted to figure out like why the heck do I hate fall? Like I used to love fall. I used to love winter and I actually used to hate summer. Now summer is my favorite, right? So I just really wanted to look in deeper on like, why the heck do I hate fall? Why the heck do I hate PMS? Like, okay, so these things happen. I feel angry. I feel all the feels. I feel like a drawing down when I don't want to draw down, right? And so I really got into like, what, what are all those things coming up in me? And like, what am I, what am I dealing with here? Because I too love pumpkins and pumpkin patches. And my favorite holiday is actually um, Halloween. And my second favorite holiday is uh, Thanksgiving. Both of which fall in the fall season, right? Those are my favorite holidays. <clears throat> so why was I, what was I ignoring? What was I resisting? What I was really resisting and ignoring is kind of the, the wild woman underneath that anger, underneath those um, emotions is actually like this wild woman inside me. And that woman is not organized. She's not super stable. She's not always grounded. She kind of feels a little wild, right? And I, for a long time, 
really, really resisted that. I also think about that as the perimenopause part of life. It's pretty wild. It's pretty, um, a lot of stuff comes up. You can get really, really angry. That's a pretty common thing. It feels like everything is shifting and it feels very, um, like a transform, like a transitionary phase in life, right? And I also think about that as fall. Fall is like fall and spring are kind of those transitionary times from like the big intense energy of summer and winter, right? So those are, they're kind of like bringing us gently into those. And I was definitely resisting that gently being brought down because it was bringing out the wild woman within me. And all I was seeing was the anger. I, all I was seeing was the slowdown and I was resisting those things, right? I, I like... There's a part of me that really likes being busy, that like that serves. But I recognize that it can't be summer all the time. It, it just can't. And if we live like it's summer the, all the time, which I have in my life, then we get in adrenal fatigue. Then we get overwhelmed. Then our hormones get jacked. Um, we can't live like that. We just can't. It Eventually, it will catch up to us like if we do that in our for a while in our 20s and 30s like it's gonna it catches up and so grounding down into the season and being okay with it being kind of an unstable time kind of a wild time it is it also for me is a very like grateful time it is a time that brings up just immense internal gratitude and that is not something I'm even like cultivating per se but just like I feel in the fall season I just feel grateful there's something even just like I'm imagining the colors of fall and they they just make me feel grateful I feel intense gratitude during the season I also feel an intense letting go beginning to to happen like letting go of the things that maybe aren't working in in my life letting go of things that um, yeah, things that aren't working and kind of being, setting the stage for new ways of being. So a lot of people think of fall, a lot of uh, religious traditions and even some spiritual traditions think of fall as the new year. Um, I would say for me personally, I think of every season as a new year because it's a new beginning and a new connection to a new energy. And when I was able to start to do that, then I was able to, one, help my hormones because I wasn't pushing myself all the time in summer energy. And two, really sink down into the gifts, not only what I hate about it, but like actually what the gifts are, uncovering those gifts, right? There's always like pros and cons or positives and negatives. And like really, I was focusing on the negative feelings of fall for me that were coming up. And when I allowed myself to ground down into the gifts of it and what it actually is and not ignore it and not resist it and be of this natural cycle of life and be of the natural world rather than a human trying to conquer and um, have the world fit my needs, but really recognize my minute space in life right, as a human being, a small speck in this huge universe, um, and honor that I am a speck and honor that the connection will bring, like I literally feel tears coming to my eyes as I 
I'm currently sitting in my kids' quiet space, staring at tree stumps with little fairy um, fairies on them, and there's the colors of fall on their fairy houses right now as we shift into the season, right? That's one thing that I do to bring it in my house, <coughs> literally bringing wood stumps and colors in the house. And since doing that, like, my hormones have shifted. My outlook on life has shifted. Um, it has been one of the biggest shifts for health and vitality in my life is grounding down into the seasons. So the seasons affect all of the things. They affect our food cravings. If we eat in alignment with the season, we're eating a whole lot of butternut squash and potatoes and um, kind of starchy, heavier foods, right? That's in preparation for the winter that's coming. Like that is part of our lives, whether or not we're humans living in the 21st century or humans living in the 16th century. Like that is part of it. That is part of us. That is part of our speck in the world. The seasons affect our moods. The light affects our hormone levels. And yes, for some of us, that can be really, really hard, right? Um, there is such a thing as seasonal affective disorder and there's special lights that you can get. And there's also um, <coughs> a lack of nutrients that starts to happen in, in the winter, not so much in the fall. We're bountiful in the fall. It's right before all of the food starts to get canned and stored so that we have it in the winter when it gets kind of bleak there for a while. Um, but it, it does, it affects our moods. If the seasons affect how internal or external we want to be. It literally affects the light that we have available to us. It affects our f physical bodies. If you look at Chinese medicine, the energy of the body for the season of autumn or fall is the energy of the lung. And now if you just like think about that in like really um, physical terms, I don't know about you, but fall tends to be the season that lung stuff hits our family right it's the season of the lung like my oldest when he went to the hospital it was for lung issues it was in the fall season I know that if we can stay healthy and well in the fall season that our winter will be way less kids at home <laughs> than like we weather the storm of the winter a lot better if we can stay healthy in the in the fall and it's always the lung stuff even now I feel a little like gunky in my lungs um well, it's also the season, and if you look at like the lungs in terms of Chinese medicine, like the energy of the lungs is all about grief and dying and letting go, which is, you know, like that's what the trees are doing. They're kind of dying and letting go, right? That's literally the physical manifestation of what is going on even inside of our bodies. We're seeing around it. So one of the things that um, you can do uh, Chinese medicine wise is a lung exercise in the fall. So in order to do that, you would breathe through your nose all the way down into your belly. Take a big, big, deep breath, but fill, feel it filling up your belly. And if one of the things I do <coughs> to make sure that's happening is putting my hand on my stomach. And then you hold that for five seconds. And then you exhale through your mouth and you exhale fully. And you're making sure that... Um, you pause after you're fully exhaled and you do that three times a day for um, for the fall season. And what the, that's supposed to do is, you know, we have energy that gets stuck and trapped in our bodies and it's supposed to help clear that lung energy. 
So for me, I do it in the morning and at night. I don't know that I always do it three times a day, but I have a morning routine. I have a night routine. Middle of my day can sometimes, uh, there's, I guess there's always a pause in my day that I could add that in actually reflecting on it. There's always a pause at some point in my day, <coughs> a restoration at some point in my day, normally actually at three o'clock. <laughs> so there's my third time of the day. Um, so there you go. There's a thing that you can actually do, um, tangible every day to connect you to the energy of the season, right? So what season, what can we get? Like what gifts are there by using the seasons that are a guide? We become more aligned. We do. We become more aligned, meaning like, okay, so a great example is everyone, a lot of people feel super friggin' stressed around the holidays, right? It's like go, 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 do, do, do. When in fact, the energy of the season is telling you slow, 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 in, 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 you, you, you. And we don't do that. And so people get friggin' stressed out. They have panic, they have anxiety, like because part of it is we're not going with the flow of the season. So fall is a time of gratitude. And in our family, our like um, fall holidays, like Thanksgiving, super mellow, super slow. It's a time of connection, which is what it's supposed to be in gratitude. So there's like cooking food together, coming together. And it's not this big like, stressful thing at all we also don't I mean family dynamics come up but I don't know it just it isn't a thing <laughs> for for Christmas that kind of season time of year that holiday season we actually don't do the present thing we don't we go somewhere as a family to connect often <laughs> we go somewhere tropical <laughs> So I don't know if that's really grounding down into the coldness, but it is just slowing. It's slow. Like our vacations are slow. We literally sit, uh, we get a place on the beach, we cook all of our own food there, and we don't really move and go a whole lot of places. We we just be with family, right? We don't do the gift thing. That is our gift, being together and being on vacation. <clears throat> and even as a kid, I did it. We used to go to, we went to Yellowstone one year. We went to, I mean, that's kind of what we did, right? And on the seasons that we don't do that and we do do gift giving, I do. I don't really enjoy those. I don't like the, it feels different to me. So becoming more aligned, slowing down, finding ways that, I told you how it looks in our family. Maybe that doesn't, look, that doesn't work for you. Find a way that does work for you, for you to get more aligned with the slow down. Um, fall is also about letting go and cleaning out. So getting it all out. I don't know about you, but like all of a sudden this weekend, which is the weekend right before the day of the equinox, um, I like cleaned my house like crazy this weekend. That was the, I tapped into that energy and I went with it, right? I totally cleaned and now I'm like, okay, now I got to get, um, the vets out here to take away some stuff and just like got rid of a bunch of gunk. I like cleaned baseboards and walls and, Unfortunately, I cleaned windows and two birds like flung into my window and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be cleaning windows, right? Poor birds. <laughs> um, it only happens twice a year. So the rest of the year, it's all nice and gunky. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like really like taking the time to notice what you actually want to do. Taking the time to notice what you actually want to eat. Like, all of a sudden, I am craving soups. 
right? It's soup season. My kids are so excited about soup season. And then, you know, in like a month or a half, they'll be done with soup season. Is it soup again? But whatever. <laughs> like, that's kids. Um, just like really doing some journaling. I even this morning before I recorded this, I was like, what is fall to me? How can I put it into words? Like, what is this look like for me? And really noticing what that what that is. Um, and like when there's things that you're like, yeah, but I have all these things in the fall and it makes my life more busy for some. It's a lot of people. It's like soccer and kids and things. And so I just ask you like, your kids are also feeling the seasonal energy. And so if you're participating in things that don't honor the season, whether that's soccer or not, but if you're, if it's making you feel overwhelmed and anxious and like not aligned, then that might not be the best thing for your family or for your kid or for you. Maybe it is. Maybe you find a way of different doing it a bit differently. Maybe you take out other things. I don't know. I just know that for me, we really pay attention to that, like how much we're out in the world. For me, fall is a time of community and gathering. So I do a lot of more, even though it's going internal, there's a lot of internalness happening within me, but there's a lot of external like gathering. So people come to our house. We It's a season that we often invite people over a lot to have potlucks um, and to kind of gather and join in like the bounty of the season, right? Celebration. Um, so I'm a lot more extroverted in some ways in, in the fall. And then in the winter, I like go in my cave. So what does that look like for you? What does it look like to live in a season that feels aligned and feels more ease filled and feels more connected? So, and one of the ways that I do this, and this is what I'm going to leave you with, like a concrete, I try to leave you with like a take home each and every time. So how do I actually do the grounding in of the season is something I started doing, hmm, I don't know, five or six years ago now. Every season I do this. Um, it's my way of tapping into the season. And so what I do is I sit down. So tonight I will sit down or around the equinox. Tonight just happens to work. Um, I will sit down with a piece of paper and I draw a big old circle and then I kind of divide that circle up like it's a pizza or a pie or something. And all along the edges where the circle and the line meet, I will write different um, areas of my life. Like community or business or family or relationships, friendships, um, travel. Things that are like really important to me personal like personal connection so I'll write those on and I'll then I'll sit and I'll ask like what is my what is like my, my best life look like like what is the statement if this is like I'm living my family life in the best way what does that look like and I'll write a sentence or two under it and then I'll go around and then I'll go around on the like web and I'll kind of like rank it like, what does the energy feel like in this area? Like, how's my family life doing? Is it like one or is it like 10? Right? So I'll go around. And then after that, I will sit down and I'll choose two or three, possibly four at the very most. This works for me. That I really want that season, like the energy of that season and where I'm at and what I'm going to focus on. And it's not always the ones that are lowest. It's, it's not. Right? In business... 
in the winter, like I tend to let my business go to sleep for a little while. It's not what I tend to focus on in the winter. In the winter, I focus on me a lot. I focus on my family a lot. Um, In this season, community, for some reason, always seems to be the one that comes up um, as a focus. And so I'll, I'll choose three or four at the most that I'm going to focus on for that season. And I'm really gonna let the other ones go. And when I first started doing that, it felt like really, really crazy. It was like, no, I have to have all the balls in the air up all the time. And what I found is that made me, again, like hormonally depleted and sad and thin. Like I felt like I was being spread thin. And that didn't work. So what happened when I chose three or four to focus on was I felt really scared. Like everything was going to fall apart in the other areas. What I found was I felt so much more whole that nothing fell apart, right? Some seasons, the summer season, I focused on one of the things was my family, but one of it was also within the intention was my house. I was going to focus on getting my house because we had really let our house go. Like, yes, we keep it clean, but it just like things started breaking and we weren't really focusing on them, right? And so we had a season of like focusing on the fixing of the things. I actually think fall will also be, again, focusing on the fa- house. Um, but when things, you get what I'm saying, when like when I stop focusing on my business so much, it doesn't actually fall apart as much as I thought it was. I don't not make money. I don't not, right? Maybe I don't make as much or maybe I still do. Last season I did. Um, but I took the focus off because that's not, I'm not on output mode in the winter. And I know we're talking about the fall, but you, I do this each and every season. So I do the circle, I do the ranking, and then I choose three or four. Again, doesn't always have to be the ones that are suffering. It's just an awareness of where I'm at. And then, and yours might be different. You might not have travel on yours. That might not be a big, like, major thing in your life that you really care about. For me, I, I, it is. Um, so I'll choose those three or four things that kind of align with the season and where I'm at. And then under them, I will choose, I will write down like some goals or intentions. So sometimes they're concrete and sometimes they're like, move your body more, right? If I'm focusing on myself, it's move your body more. It doesn't say like, go to the gym three times a week. It's move your body more. And then I figure out ways to move my body more. And that looks like, for that season when I did that, that looked like parking as far away from the store as I could get, right? It looked like ways I could move my body more all day long and finding those. It looked like dancing during dinner time. It did not look like going to the gym for me. That's not what it looked like. It just looked like ways to move my body more. And so you see what I'm getting. Like you can have those like intentions and you can have, but you don't always have to have concrete goals. If you do, sometimes like if I said I'm going to the gym three times a week, for me personally, that would probably like when I stopped going to the gym for those three times a week, it would make me feel more stressed. And so finding ways of being that you just already have, just uncovering what's already there in your life. You don't have to go buy new things and create more time. and Just like uncovering what's already there, especially when you're just putting the focus on three or four areas, it, ma- it opens up so much space for you to really, really dig deep into these few things. And those few things grow so much and you feel so much more aligned that yes, your hormones, your stress levels go down so your hormones are more happy, right? You eat more intuitively because you're not so stressed and go, go, go all the time. You're eating like more of what's 
actually there. You're having more time to focus if that's your focus on eating. You're eating more with the seasons. You're eating more of like what your body actually needs rather than out of stress and out of not wellness. And so th- this one, this exercise for me, I do all seasons. And then I take those things that I wrote and I, re- I personally put it on my bathroom mirror, like right across from my toilet because I go pee a lot and I see it every day. And so it reminds me of, oh yeah, I'm just focusing on this. Oh yeah, breathe. Like you're just focusing on this. It's okay. And it takes a, it took a lot of trust at the very beginning, right? Um, but it was incredibly, incredibly helpful. And I know it helps you and I know it helps others. Because when you do it, when you do do this and you do sink in, like there's not a doubt in my mind that this doesn't work. There's just not. The doubts in my mind are, are we willing to work it? Are we really willing to trust and to do something differently and go into these seasons? So I am going to end it here. I do want to say I do have a program that runs every season called Cyclical Living. It is both an online or in person if you're in the Denver metro area. And it is these types of things, grounding into the seasons, grounding into seasons of life, helping our hormones, helping our stress, helping our anxiety, helping our bodies, our body, mind, and spirit become more whole by tapping into cyclical living. And I teach things like this exercise that I just taught. Um, And it's also about connecting with other people. So it is a group program. And the reason why is because I want us all to hear our own excuses, our own stories, and recognize that in each other and learn and grow with each other and be supported by a community. So if you're interested in that, you can go to my website, thelifecyclelady.com and um, probably backslash cyclical dash living. You'll see it on there. So thank you very much for listening in again, and I will see you next week. Bye.